Life Audio. Hi, friends. Welcome to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I'm Bonnie Gray, your soul care guide. I'm an author of four books. These four books are all about rest, finding God's peace and joy, and healing, healing from anxiety and even feelings of depression, because that's what it means to follow Jesus. He takes us from the valleys in our lives. He loves us in them. And because of that time we spend on God's love and his care and learning to receive it, we can make it to the other side where we become more loved and we become more aware of God's peace and making space to prioritize your wellness. Well, I want to welcome you to this time. We're going to talk about a summer bucket list and how that's going to help boost our mood, draw us closer to God. And it's the beginning of July. And I think what a great way to think about how we can use the summertime to draw closer to God as we prioritize our wellness. So let's just ease into this time together. Let's take a deep breath and breathe in God's love in this very moment. We're going to start off today with breathing in God's love in Jeremiah 31.3. I've loved you with an everlasting love. And as I read these words, let it be a breath prayer for you and allow yourself to breathe in. I have loved you. Breathe out with an everlasting love. And as you breathe in and breathe out this truth from Jeremiah 31.3, what is the word or phrase that just draws your attention? Breathe in. I have loved you. Breathe out with an everlasting love. You know, the phrase everlasting love is so beautiful. What are some of the pictures that appear in your mind and are placed on your heart? What provides the memories that you have experienced God's love for you? And you know, everlasting means that there's no end. There's no limit. There's nothing that can block God's love for you, just like the sunlight in the summer. And it's a wonderful way to begin our time, to give ourselves permission to think about what it is that provides light to your soul. And the summertime is a reminder that there are seasons in our lives. Yes, during the winter where it's barren. Yes, during spring when there's newness. And there are new beginnings, and we can't see that far ahead. But there's also seasons of summer, those times in our lives where we can experience and feel God's love more readily. And so I want your mind and your heart to think back on those times. It's so important that we remember those times in our lives where God has been faithful. We've seen that His love is with us. One 
one of the things that I wanted to share with you is that as we step into summer, creating a summer bucket list. This is such a wonderful idea. I'm doing it and I'm curious what would be on your summer bucket list. Now, it doesn't have to be a lifetime bucket list. That's usually how we use that phrase. You know, bucket list means all the things that you want to do before we say goodbye in this world. But I want you to think more like a year's worth of bucket list. You know, all the things that maybe having gone through the winter, having gone through the spring, what are some of those things this past year that now that summer is here, you would just love to be able to make space and time for. Sometimes we just forget about those things that bring us peace and joy that God's put on your heart because we allow our worries and our busyness and our responsibilities to crowd out that part of your soul that longs for that sunlight, that sunlight of God's peace and love. So just even here as we're together taking a break, breathing in God's love and peace and thinking about God's everlasting love. You know, it helps us. It helps us to remember there is a part of you that God cherishes that is important to God. And that's your well-being. That's your soul. Those of you who have been journeying with me as part of this brief community knows that I often talk about God's greatest commandment. And there are many aspects to our love, our relationship with God. We love God with our heart, our mind, our soul, and our might, our strength. And so we often focus on loving God with our mind, our knowledge of his truth. We also focus on God's loving God with our heart, which is our devotion. That's where we serve God and serve others from. But we forget about loving God with our soul. Our soul, the root word for soul is breath. Isn't that interesting? The root word for soul in scripture is psyche. And that's where we get the root word for psychology or psyche, which is your personal self. God wants you to experience him in a personal way, not just to know his peace, not just to know his love from a knowledge point of view, but to experience it. And so I want to ask you, what would be on that summer bucket list? Well, today I'm going to offer up one idea for you, which is something to put on your list this summer. And we're talking about this month of July, or perhaps it's time for you this week to put it in which is laughter. Did you ever consider that laughter might be the best faith medicine? And that laughter is a telltale sign of how much we're able to be present with God. That was a totally new idea for me. And I'm going to share with you a quick little story that will inspire you because it was in this story that I learned that God invites us to experience him when we create space for laughter. Well, this is a story that's taken from my new book, Breathe, 21 Days to Stress Less and Transform Chaos to Come. If you haven't picked it up yet, I encourage you to pick up a copy. It's really great summer reading because it goes through 21 different ways that you can lower stress using scripture and science, and it covers four different areas of wellness. These are the four areas I had to learn to take better care of myself. And as somebody who's the firstborn in my family, and many of you I also know are maybe not the firstborn, but you are the responsible one. You're the encourager maybe in your family, in your circle of friends or influence, and 
you tend to watch out for everyone else very easily because of your gift of encouragement. But sometimes, so often, we forget that God's first priority in his heart is your well-being. Can you imagine that? That your loving Father, your loving Shepherd Jesus, Heavenly Father and loving Shepherd Jesus, God's first priority is your well-being. God is the one that sees you in your time of need or weariness, weariness, or you're worrying, and God wants to lift your heart. You are his love, and his everlasting love is focused on you. So how are you doing, and what would bring a smile to your heart? Well, when I was a early 20-something struggling to figure out what God wanted me to do with my life, I got some really good advice. And it was a kind of wisdom that still sticks with me today that I shared in one chapter in this new book, Breathe. I had returned from a traumatic stint as an overseas missionary serving in a troubled inner city youth in Hong Kong. I was born in America, and I just felt so fortunate my teenage years were filled with emotional stress, and I grew up in a dysfunctional family, but praise be to God, I had really loving mentors in my life during that time. And because of my love for God's word, I really experienced a lot of comfort. God helped me through those troubled times. So when I was a 20-something, I really felt called to serve others who were in troubled situations. And so it was a very joyful thing for me to go to Hong Kong and to serve those in the inner city. But I had sold everything I owned before going off to missions, and my bank account was very lean. I did not have a car, only a mailing address. And originally, I was supposed to be gone for five years, but I unexpectedly had to come back. It was cut short. Have you ever felt the stress of uncertainty? Are you facing a situation maybe you didn't ask for? And even though you carefully prayed and prepared along the way, you're also stranded in a situation where things didn't turn out the way you thought it would. You begin to second guess yourself. You can start to lose confidence and end up obsessing over the details. And you become wary of taking risks and your world gets smaller because you don't want to get burned again. Well, that's how I felt, because one night before I returned home, I was filled with these worries and uncertainties. Well, the vice president of a company I had previously worked for here in Silicon Valley happened to call me long distance from the Bay Area to say hello. And in under 30 minutes, I went from being unemployed to having a job to come back to. It was just one month exactly before I landed back in the good old USA. Now, you would think that after such a wonderful opportunity to have my needs provided for, I would just be filled with faith and not worry about anything. But I was very troubled. I was very troubled inside because I was confused about what God's will was for me. And you may be wrestling with some question. What is that question you're wrestling with God over? A question of uncertainty and not knowing what the next steps are? Well, 
it makes sense because oftentimes we tell ourselves we need to be thankful for what we have. And we may be thankful, and yet those questions about the future can really bring us down. They really can capture our attention and hijack us from feeling present in the moment. That's how I felt. I was worried much more about what God's will in my life was rather than trusting that my life was already in God's will. I was jolted into this reality as I sat in my pastor's office. I had come back and I was telling him all the questions I had about where God was leading me. I was very worried about whether I was wasting my time as a quote-unquote civilian working in Silicon Valley, and I was missing out on God's plan. I said to my pastor, why isn't God answering me? What's his plan? I sighed. I want to be there serving God. That was my whine. I still remember my pastor's response as I sat across from him in an old steel frame church folding chair. The memory is crystal clear. Pastor Rich looked me squarely in the eyes. What have you done lately that's been fun? He asked. Uh, what? Is this a trick question? I said, Miss Bonnie, when was the last time you did something fun? Pastor Rich was serious. He waited for my answer. Now I was really confused, maybe even a little offended that he thought I was so focused on earthly things. I I don't need fun, I stumbled and stammered. I need to figure out what God wants me to do. That's more important to me than having fun. Do you relate to any of this reaction that I had to my pastor, Rich, when he asked me whether I was having fun? If I were to ask you, what are you doing to have fun? Sometimes we're so troubled by worries. we, we, We just feel there's no reason to focus on fun. Well, this is what Pastor Rich told me. Well, first of all, you are already where God wants you. God's will is right where you are. Your life is your ministry. Second of all, young lady, you need to go have fun. Don't worry about what God wants you to do. Don't you think he would let you know? God always has, and he won't stop now. Why don't you leave that up to him? Trust him. Go and have some fun. Up to that point, it never occurred to me that being able to relax and take time for fun was a radical sign of trusting God. So friend, I just want to ask you, can you trust God enough with the unanswered questions to take a break, to live your life with his peace and joy and to have some fun? It doesn't mean that you're ignoring the problems that are heavy on your heart that might be disrupting your life or relationship or finances. Those are all very heavy, important questions. And yet God says, I am with you. I am faithful. I will go with you. I go ahead of you. I go before you and I walk with you. It gives us permission to do what our nervous system needs, which is to refill on peace and joy, to relax. 
our body releases cortisol, which is a stress hormone whenever we are stressed. And when we're constantly thinking about our problems, our bodies will naturally switch to the stress mode. And that is what causes our body to be hyper alert and cause us to stay awake at night, causes us to hyper focus on our problems. And so the way to stop our bodies and our minds from releasing their stress hormones is to activate the rest response, our body's rest response. And how do we do that? We have to take action to activate the rest response. And one of the most powerful ways to activate the rest response is to do something that makes you smile. Do something that makes you laugh. We often don't treat ourselves this way, right? We go in the opposite way. When we're feeling stressed, we often will start stripping our schedules of snippets of goodness that actually help us breathe. We would never shove a sweet child who we see struggling, scared, or worried into a room with just a desk and a to-do list, right? Yet that's how we harshly treat ourselves. We deprive ourselves of tender love and care that we need most when we're anxious or stressed. Becoming childlike in prioritizing play, laughter, and smiles, something that brings us a smile, is not childish. It's childlike faith. Friend, what are some childlike joys or things that gives you peace, that brings a smile to your heart, that causes you to have laughter? What is that? What is that that brought you laughter as a child, that brings your smile It could be something as simple as going out for some frozen yogurt. As a family of four, I have two teenage boys. It might seem so simple, and yet it's that break that can bring a smile to everybody's heart. Don't trivialize what gives you joy, because that is where your heart gets refilled and where you parent from. That's where you have to face difficult decisions. Your soul where God can refill your tank is where you have to press into maybe a difficult situation. And so it's even more important that there is laughter in your life to take a break. I want to give you a soul care tip right now. Laughter flushes out the stress hormone cortisol in our bloodstream. It replaces hyper-obsessive thoughts and rapid heartbeats with a powerful trifecta. Trifecta, three kinds of happy chemicals, dopamine, oxytocin, and endorphins. Dopamine is known as a reward hormone that energizes our brain to learn. So if you're feeling unmotivated, laughter, dopamine is one way to help release those natural hormones God created to help us feel motivated. Oxytocin is a second hormone. It's the empathy hormone that helps mothers and babies bond as they cuddle and nurse. And it gets released when you laugh. And then endorphins, these are the pleasure hormones that improves your mood and your self-esteem. Laughter acts as a pain reliever. There are studies that show that people that are able to laugh as they're recovering in the hospital, they recover sooner, faster than those who didn't have the laughter in this study. So I just want to encourage you, if you're going through a hard time, whether your body's going through pain or you're in recovery for uh, illness, 
or you're emotionally still recovering from something hard that you've had to go through, or you're recovering from a social interaction that really stung your heart and you're still healing from it. Or spiritually, you might be feeling far from God. Well, isn't it interesting that God created laughter as a way to help boost us in all these four areas? And these are the four areas I talk about in my book, Breathe. I really encourage you to pick a copy or if you've enjoyed it, to get a copy for your friend. Pay it forward by blessing another friend. I am so passionate about this book because this is the journey I took to renew my heart with God and to experience His peace in a season of healing. And I know that these practical tips that helps me will also help you. Well, friend, thank you for joining me today. I want to end with God's promise. This is a beautiful, beautiful promise. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Jeremiah 31, 3. Breathe in. I have loved you. Breathe out with an everlasting love. And allow your mind to go back to those times that God has been faithful and you've experienced the sunlight of his love. Lord Jesus, thank you so much that each of us not only carry scars from the wounds that we've endured in different chapters of our lives, we also carry beautiful memories of where you've loved us, you've provided for us. It could be someone who loved us and provided the words we needed. Bring those person's words to our hearts right now. It could be a moment we were enjoying the beauty in nature, a beautiful moment when we saw a sunset or or felt the breeze of a wonderful summer breeze. Help us to remember the feeling of that moment. Or it could be a simple moment where we ate something just delicious. A yummy cherry popsicle on a warm summer night. Even there, you were with us and you watched us enjoy something that gave us relief in the heat and also something sweet to our hearts. Or Lord Jesus, maybe the memory is just a wonderful time laughing as we watched a fun movie or had a wonderful evening with friends where we're just enjoying the moment together. Lord Jesus, may those memories surface and may you be in the center reminding us that you loved us in those moments you saw us burst out with joy in laughter or a sweet smile you brought to our hearts. Thank you for the beautiful one who's listening. Reassure her heart with your love this very moment with the words she needs to hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, I look forward to sharing our lives one week at a time here on Breathe. Thank you for your support. I would love to ask a favor. If you could take a moment to put a rating, put a little review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would just help this ministry reach more hands and hearts and ears so that we can spread God's love to lift every person who needs to be reminded to simply breathe, breathe in God's love and breathe out our stress. I will see you next time. Remember that you're loved and you're cherished. Just rest. Breathe, the Stress Less podcast is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app. 
so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. There's no better way to start your day than spending time in God's Word and in prayer. Don't know where to start? We have a free daily prayer podcast created to help you do just that. The Your Daily Prayer podcast delivers a thoughtful devotional and timely prayer to you seven days a week. Gain inspiration, faith, and encouragement with daily messages in 10 minutes or less. To start listening now, search Your Daily Prayer on your favorite podcast app or visit lifeaudio.com.